Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky, a place where Susan can introduce to you psychics, clairvoyance, past lives, and paranormal experiences. Now, here's your host, Susan Pinsky. Welcome back to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. I'm Susan Pinsky, and today we have three psychic mediums in the studio. I met with the infamous AJ Barrera hey, how you on doing? the last show, and that was quite a great episode, I have to say. Oh my God, it was so much fun. I could not believe, I mean, we did that on the fly too. It wasn't yes. like even planned. So I think sometimes when we do shows like that that are on the fly, they turn out to be some of the best it shows. Was, it was, we brought Mama Cass's orb in here. Oh my God. And she, and we blew uh, Owen away because she just couldn't believe how spot on uh, Melissa Cabillas oh my God, was. Yes. And uh, you know, Melissa is just bar none, one of my best psychics next to you aj <laughs> but um and we kind of cut you short because you know it was more about we, we were trying to feature her and right. and get one clean reading but after we were done we actually visited the suicide bridge yes and i have never gone out there in the middle of the night looking <laughs> off the side i've lived here for 25 20 years uh, about 20 years i originally came from newport beach and and it, it's kind of like the flatlands there, you know, you just have like Tupperware City. Right. <laughs> it, it's, you know, silicone boobs and Tupperware City. <laughs> and I, when I first came to Pasadena, I was driving from a gig in the valley to go to K-Rock because I worked at Carol QFM. I was a bikini girl and I had, it was like my first time to drive to Pasadena and I was coming f east from the valley and the first thing I saw was a Colorado Street Bridge, and it scared me. Right. And I don't know why it scared me. It's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> it's bridge. It's a beautiful bridge. And I, it really frightened me, and I don't know if that was something that was part of my intuition about the bridge or if it was something that it was a scary bridge, like, I mean, or I was just a beach girl and I'd never seen a bridge <laughs> before. Well, but it could have been residual energy, too, that you're just picking up naturally. You know, what? I'm almost kind of thinking that now because I never really thought about it. I was thinking about it last night. But anyways, I've lived here for 25 years. We visited the bridge. We, we did a reading um, with AJ on the bridge and Dr. Drew actually came by with us. He, he visited the bridge because right. he's <laughs> the one who's lived here his whole life and he knows a lot about the bridge. Um, it's called, it's not called Suicide Bridge, it's called the Colorado Street Bridge. Correct. And it was, it was built in like 1916 or something. And of course I don't have the date, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, but it's been around for a hundred years at least. And we were able to feel the energy of a woman and we have a tape of it and we're going to, we're actually going to play that and let you sort of hear the connection that AJ made. 
and, and this was on the fly guys like we didn't even you know say like we're gonna go tape the show like we just kind of like went on the fly when we we're doing the show with owen and melissa and uh right we just yeah. we were gonna go to dinner and we just said yeah let's stop and look at it. okay so we went out we had some drinks and we went on the bridge <laughs> and then my my the other clairvoyant du jour today is the beautiful and talented jennifer musel she is also a barrera yes. she is married <laughs> to mr aj and also we have Ellen Marin, who is a not only a psychic medium, but also a science teacher. Oh, uh, my God. We phenomenal. should just call her scientist. And hello there, everybody. How Which you doing? you know, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you mixing science and this type of a thing. But welcome Thank to you. Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Thank you. Thank you for it's having us, It's great to Susan. be here. Yeah. So anyways, we'll hear the tape. We're going to, I don't know when, to, I have to decide when to play that, that, uh, that tape because... Uh, when I actually was editing the tape, because now I'm actually the editor for the show as well, um, <laughs> I could not hear AJ's voice. And then, wow. yeah, it was really weird. He was really far away. So then I had to mess around with the sound for like, somebody showed me how to do that. And I just... To enhance it. Yeah, I enhanced it. But I was I got it. So it's a little rough, but it, I got it so that we could, wow. you could hear the two of us speaking. But you were standing right next to each other. That's strange. Yeah. That's weird. And, and but, the, but the tape we did before and the tape we did after was totally fine. What? It was really weird. So then I hmm. listened to it back on the podcast machine and it had all this static going on in it. Like high <laughs> levels of static. Like wow. white noise. Yes. Right. Huh. Yeah. You couldn't you could hear both of our voices yeah. clear as a bell. So anyways, I edited all that stuff out and then I lost the card and I can't find it now. So <laughs> it, it, it literally it literally disappeared. I it, it's the weirdest thing. I it's misplaced. I think the spirits are up to something. It's and called I an actually would agree with that. App ports, yes. It, Do you want to explain to Susan what they are? An app port is where spirit will take something in the physical realm and either take it away for a while or put it somewhere else. And we had oh, yeah. a wonderful experience at my house one right. night. It's gone. We'll, we'll share that. It's the yeah. weirdest thing. And I, I literally, I was telling Jennifer, I got, she goes, let me have it. I'll take some, I'll see if I can get some. I analyze it, I yeah. said, okay, let me go get it. And I couldn't find it. Wow. So it's gone. <laughs> it's it's in the vortex of my house, the portal of the Pinsky <laughs> playroom. Well, you are in Pasadena. Yeah, right. the extended <laughs> vortex. <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> I also want to introduce uh, our a guest who happened to have written a book about the Colorado Street Bridge. Uh, his name is F.J. Lennon. Thank you, F.J., for joining us today. Uh, thanks, Susan. It's great he's, to be here. He's Skyping in, and hopefully we won't have any technical difficulties because of the uh, spirits that are going to be flying around this room. I'm. We have. It's been a really weird 24 hours for me, I have to say. So if... if Ellen and FJ want to tell us a little bit about their relationship and how they met and what they what they um, have done in okay. the past and, and why you guys are here to talk about this. Okay. It, I, I had a, um, a home circle in my house religiously every Tuesday for 20 years. So mm -hmm. obviously the, the energy built up. And one of the ladies that was in the circle also is a mutual friend of FJ. And there was a friend of hers, um, a, a mother, that actually jumped off the bridge, leaving two children behind. Wow. And so um, it was her desire to see if perhaps her soul needed to be moved to the other side 
um, so there wouldn't be any remorse on her part for leaving the family. So we decided to go to the Colorado Bridge. And that was the first time that I met FJ. Oh. It's always hard to really find out if somebody that you want to come through is, is going to come through. It's just sort of random. There, there right. are actually other other levels of energy as well. It's not just those that are deceased. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, higher ascended masters. Spiritual um, guides. Spirit guides and, and so forth. Even animals. We've right. had animals come Oh, yeah, through. a lot of yeah. animals show up. Yeah. So, right. so there's lower so, levels. So, so there's many okay. different levels. So basically what happened was FJ's friend's mother who, who jumped, lost her life uh, on the suicide bridge came through. Yes, and that was the first time I had ever been to the bridge i i knew nothing of it because i'm an east coast girl okay and so um when we descended to the bottom of the hill we immediately began picking up the energy of spirits around us oh really because i've been down there i actually went down there after we had a big storm and took photos of the of the bridge and everything because everything was in pasadena was a ruins and in wow. ruins that's and I, I literally like went out and took photos it's kind of creepy down there it really seriously is. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably kind of a random question I'm, I'm curious susan if, if you think that there's a coincidence or anything like that or ellen that you guys have met you and fj do you think that we're, we all meet people for a reason and you know that we're talking about this fj, well, FJ what, what do you think what do you think fj yeah, I, I, I think it, it's it's definitely um, some form of synchronicity that occurred. It was it was just so it was so strange. I was writing the novel, and I was knee deep in it, and um, in that in that same the very same week, two people committed suicide. The same week. Wow! Um, I just got chills. Five days apart. But actually, um, it started with me going under the bridge that week to take some photographs so that I could you know, stage scenes in the novel. And then it turns out, um, uh, you know, so I was down there and I, I like to get in and out quick. And uh, so I got out and then two days later found out that uh, a young guy committed suicide. And he wow. was down there at the time I was there. They hadn't found his body yet. Oh my so it God. took him like, I think three or four days to find his body. So that really creeped me out. And then I was sitting there working on the book in Starbucks in La Cunada and the phone rang, and it was our mutual friend who said, uh, and that, you know, there's a suicide. I said, I know. I, 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 she said, no, there was one today. And um, she said, I knew the person. And so it really, it, it really you know, um, knocked me for a loop. Uh, and then that's meeting Ellen and um, the many opportunities and doors that opened and being invited into her circle and uh, maintaining this friendship now for five years. Uh, and meeting UAJ through her, it's it's right. an amazing yeah. it's an amazing cycle. Like this tragedy um, opened up, you know, a lot of relationships for me. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I felt I felt very honored just to even just meet you and and knowing who you are and your work. I mean, you know, too is that your your energy is how I met you was actually in circle at Alan's home is one yeah. of your loved ones kind of just popped through I believe and that's how that connection kind of just fell together but I, I do believe that this is kind of like a full circle um, event today how this all happened so it's kind of full circle yeah. for all of us absolutely FJ so do you happen to have any idea who the her the person was that that jumped off the bridge um, you know, I didn't know her but my but our mutual friend but knew when, her. when you were there like when you went down there did you did you yeah, get any yeah, information or yeah our our mutual friend went with us and she's intuitive and she had told us, you know, about this woman, and she had mental problems, and she was off of her meds. Yes. 
Um, she, but she, you know, she had children, and I had a daughter at that time that was young, and it was really an emotional thing, you know. And I, you know, we we did pick up energy. I did pick up an EVP that day of a of a distressed woman. Um, and you know, I don't know if it's her, but but we've definitely felt some presence that could have been her and might have been her. And we, uh, and we also got yeah. some great photographs too, FJ, of spirit yeah. energy down there. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> well, you know, and I think some of those photos too. Um, I think you share them with us too. Mm. I mean, that's some heavy stuff, though. And, and again, people kind of want to see this, uh, you know, this location as a dark, you know, negative, a uh, negative event even though these there has been negative things that happened here i don't think it's an evil place at all whatsoever you think so you think most people have the idea that this place is dark and because they're spooked yeah because i think though i mean this is my and i don't know if you guys all want to jump I in saw here a bunch of kids hanging out on the bridge right yeah they think anything. but she had yeah. the impression too that it scared you or whatnot so i, no, right. I find I, that interesting I, what i was trying to explain was i don't know why i was spooked by it when i saw it and i i like to think I had a little bit of intuition and of course you do absolutely um, but it, it did scare me but I have heard about stories about people that have taken their life there and it you know they're you know probably 150 people they say that have about yeah I think it's over 200 hold FJ hold on hold on what were you saying FJ yeah it's 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 definitely more than that yeah. I mean it's it's more it's well up over 200 yeah. I don't have exact number I'd agree with that that's and uh, we and we do. I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, play the tape of AJ and his intuition on the bridge. He did about ten minutes on the bridge. I want you to hear what he came up with, and then um, we'll be right back. You're listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. everybody it's susan pinsky i'm on a very important bridge in pasadena california called the suicide bridge also it's actually known, the yeah. colorado street bridge right. but it has a nickname because many sad depressed yeah, lost I, 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 souls have jumped yeah. from this bridge in the history of pasadena and it's it's you know now a little bit more guarded and updated so it's a little harder to yeah, do I without mean, somebody noticing but be- before it was just all concrete you know they didn't have these uh, steel beams and frames around it you know like we were talking with with drew that if someone really wanted to jump over this they would still be able to jump over this and kill themselves yeah so we don't want to like promote anybody no. jumping off this bridge or anything but we do want to mention that it has been a popular place oh, yeah, it's <laughs> Considered a landmark here, definitely a landmark, a haunted landmark. So we've been walking here. I've walked down this yeah. bridge, walking to the Rose Parade every year. And, you know, usually there's a bunch of tour buses lined up and it smells like diesel. Right. First day of the year and the sun's shining and the blimps flying over and the people are all out in their Sunday best and running to go see the Rose Parade, but that's the only way that I've ever experienced this bridge. I don't really want it to change, (laughs) but but we thought it would be kind of fun to just see what AJ could feel here if anything was sort of... Right here? All right. So Drew has sort of led us over to sort of the northeast side (laughs) of the um, bridge. Or the, yeah. no, the southeast side of the bridge. And, and this is probably what most of the areas where people either have their situation. Yeah, you know what? There's seriously, if you look down, it's it's got 
it's got a feeling like this would be <laughs> the place to be at if someone wanted the to point of no return i suppose but you know you know so many people lost lives i think it was like over 100 something people that ended up jumping off this bridge and you know to have those really? losses, over a hundred oh yeah over 100 people and you know to have these tragic events happen if it's from depression you know drugs or you know just people want to get get away i mean it's very sad. Well, maybe if we're lucky, you can tap into somebody that wants to give a message or be well, be here with us. Well, talk to Dr. Drew. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's a couple things that I had to bring up here. Like, even, like, I don't know if there's either... I, I'm getting more of a presence of a lady, like a woman. And I actually feel like she's not so much of a... Like, in her 40s, I actually feel like it's more maybe in her perhaps her 30s. But I actually feel like she's attached to a kid or she jumped with her brother or she jumped with her child but I definitely feel like there is a younger energy that is connected here um, don't know if this is recent don't know if it was many years ago but I definitely feel like there is a child and also a younger female figure so if this is her child or her brother but they're definitely in twos of how they go here oh really yeah absolutely and I, and I don't and I don't feel like as if the person was depressed I feel like it's almost like they did it on instinct or they did it like on the fly so I don't know if this was planned or they were trying to run away from something but I feel like I just jumped I just leaped and I feel like I was kind of blessed in this moment that I checked out of my body. I don't feel like I was in my body when I hit rock bottom, basically. Oh, really? So I feel like I checked out. I don't feel like I, I went through any trauma or anything in that very moment. Sometimes when spirit, when they're working um, on this physical level, sometimes they want to jump out or jump away from the physical body to not feel that pain. This is what I feel like would happen to the, to the spirits that happened here. And, you know, I'm also picking up here, like, there's either, there's either like an ML, like either the person's first name and last name is either ML, or there's like, an, like a Melissa connected here. Like there's definitely an ML name connected here, or the first and last name are like an ML that I need to bring up here. Yeah. But I feel like it's connected to this female figure and this younger energy that would either be like how they passed over or either connected to their passing. Wow. I think that being able to tap into the spirit of somebody suicidal who jumped off this bridge is pretty creepy quite right. And, and yeah, I think there's the even oil down there. It's really rocky and kind of scary. Well, it's beautiful during the day. The view is spectacular. Of that. So, other than the Melissa with possibly her daughter or child, which sounds like not a happy family life, which no. you know, yeah, could be. I feel like as, as if she was running away. So I don't know if it's running away from her family or running away from her partner or just but running how away would you get a kid to jump off a bridge <laughs> well I, I feel like as if it was her like her baby like her infant like her child oh. or, because i feel like it's part of her so i don't know if she was pregnant at the time oh. or two like it was just a three-year-old and she kind of just in a sense kind of like held them hostage and went down together but i definitely feel like it's a sad situation it's a very sad moment that i feel here i don't feel like it's like anything of like happy go lucky you know what i mean obviously because no. of where we're at <laughs> yeah no yeah <laughs> yeah and, uh, I, and I think people that experience, you know, Suicide Bridge, you know, people who are just, you know, the locals out here in Pasadena that are, you know, either walking, jogging or whatever, maybe not even think about it or consider it, but those who are like paranormal enthusiasts, researchers, and so on and so forth. Right. We definitely want to find this, you know, more of an intriguing spot to kind of connect with spirits. So right. I think this is, a, you know, a good, you know, spiritual activity energy, but also we want to send these energies to the white light and make sure they have protection. You know, and making sure so that what you're safe. saying is when somebody traumatically jumps off a bridge, possibly doesn't get to cross over right away? Absolutely, because either they died tragically or they know they didn't know that they passed on because oh. of the accident or the situation, how they crossed over. But wow. I definitely feel like this is more uh, of an energy or several energies that need to be transitioned into the white light so and get their help. Yeah, so she's not 
she's still here. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that, you know, like our loved ones are, you know, just in one place. I think they're all over the place. So if this person lost their loved one 20 years ago or five years ago, they're still around us. They're still going to make their stuff known to kind of get their message across of what truly happened. But also, like, you know, is there something more that they can do to help the physical, those in the physical realm? So does Melissa have any other messages or... or caricatures or yeah to, to me I actually feel like again she I feel like probably in her 30s if, if anything I don't get her like too old I actually feel like there's a younger energy with her as when I see her trade I, I feel like there's more of a, a very thin bone structure I feel like more of a shorter hair I don't get long hair but I feel like it's wavy of how she comes through like a very wavy hair um, but when I look at her I, she seems happy though she yeah. doesn't seem depressed she doesn't seem angry so there's an there's an impression of her saying like I'm at peace now or her and her child are at peace but this Melissa or like or like the the Millie, the Sam L name that's connected here. They, they just they always seem happy once they cross though. This out loud. What's that? I just got the chills. One what? of the most Ooh. famous cases occurred on May first, nineteen thirty-seven, with a distraught twenty-two-year-old mother, Myrtle Ward of El Sereno, and her three-year-old daughter. Through her three-year-old Jean, daughter, Jean Piconian, off the bridge before jumping off herself. I'm just getting chills. Like, my hair's just... I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it's an that's M name. It's Myrtle, though. Myrtle. I'm sorry. That's such an M- old name. The ML name. So, it's definitely the ML. So. Melissa Myrtle. Yeah. Close yeah, enough. So, Close so enough. So, I, I feel like it's their way kind of either coming through and validating the process of what happened here, but... If this now is you the didn't case. Google that before. No, 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 absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Like, what? what no. No, no, absolutely not. Like, I, I, one thing I hate about going into investigations is knowing anything about the case or location. Okay, so Myrtle. Myrtle. Myrtle's here. She's. Um, Myrtle is still on the bridge. Yeah. I feel like some kind of remorse or I, I, I think it's more again like there's a happy moment you know I wanted to throw my three year olds off a bridge Ow. before but I didn't do it <laughs> Myrtle let's have a talk here maybe not a good idea right but you, what we, we, can we do to help this woman transition into the next level what, what I would do is basically you know we're going to send like basic positive energy good energy for her doesn't mean that energy is gone forever it just represents that the, that child or that energy is still around here so they don't technically quite leave because they're still connected here to this land this uh, residual energy to the ground either to the bridge or where the passing happened at so I don't think they're technically excuse me technically ever gone but I feel like there's a, there's a part of the energy that this young child or, or this uh, Myrtle energy is, is still part of this of this family of, of this kind of this legendary uh, bridge now is the has the child transitioned no I, I, I think well I think both transition but I don't think they're stuck I don't think they're stuck where like, so they can't go back home I think this is part of their attachment right. because of you know the residual ground of what happened here but I don't think they're they're stuck technically where they can't go back but I think it's more so a place where they can call home or two where the last traumatic experience was and that's what the last thing they remember so kind of like when you have a traumatic experience in life that you keep going back to even though you're you're passing to another realm. You still feel those traumatic experiences on life. Right, right. You know, it, it's kind in of life. Right. No, it, but it's kind of like you know us. You know, like you know, once we feel happy and this and that, we move on from a relationship or we move on from, you know, a coworker. You know, we feel happy, but that emotion is still there somewhere down the road. We experience that emotion, that pain, all over again. It's so, the same AJ, thing. what do you do when you when you come across a spirit that hasn't passed? Usually, I send them to the white light. I would do like either like kind of like a little you know prayer ceremony. 
uh, you know, sea salt stage and whatnot, and kind of help them transition to the white light and let them know that they're passed on, but that, you know, they don't belong here. Again, doesn't mean that they're going to leave, they're going to be permanently gone, but I think it's part of their way of kind of saying, we're evolving with you, we're growing with you. Well, they definitely you. need to move on. If it's traumatic, they're stuck here, they need to move on. Oh, absolutely, and I think this is something that maybe we can kind of touch base or come and back I, to And I definitely don't want to take Myrtle back to my house with her <laughs> three-year-old. Well, I don't I, I had three three-year-olds, and I'm, I'm pretty much done with three-year-olds, and I, I appreciate it, but I, I want to leave her here on the bridge so is there a possibility that you could try no absolutely so what we'll do we we'll kind of like imagine a white light we'll just go ahead and close your eyes and breathe in imagine white energy coming down from the top almost kind of think of it as a shower of the water just coming down on top of your head to your third eye to your throat chakra to your heart to your stomach your sacral right below your abdomen the solar plexus you know, we're seeing all these colors spinning, and then we finally go to red, the red energy, which is your root chakra, colors red. And we kind of shut down that energy, and we see this energy as in love and light, and we only ask for the highest and for the best, and we send them nothing but love, and we give them hope and prayers to them that they make a space transition, but also that they can communicate with us anytime they want to when we come back to this location and we allow it to. With that being said, so it is. Amen. Amen. Okay, Drew, any more information I, from I the... Knew, I didn't hear what you guys were saying. Anything we I just knew. crossed Myrtle over into the light. Gene, uh, interestingly, the daughter, the little girl, apparently survived. Gene. Oh, my God. So it was a baby? Yeah. Oof. The baby that's, survived. That's the creepy part. Yeah. So, so she... No, the baby survived. survived. Yeah, and 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 came and came to the reopening of the bridge in 19 whatever it was 90. Okay, the, the so we just crossed her over. <laughs> no, the Myrtle. Yeah, Myrtle's Myrtle. Mom. Myrtle's mom. The mom. Gene is the baby. Gene is the baby. Well, did you, anything else weird about? No, like my impression was that I told her like either either they died or they survived. Like I'm sure people jumped no, no, off this bridge. Other, yeah, lots. 150, 150 Oof. people. See, uh, that's that's a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. I and they they, more. they say they people keep reporting certain things they see on the bridge. What? A couple things. Oh yeah. my God. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Of things. Apparitions. Apparitions, right? Apparitions. I don't know what the hell <laughs> No, but I, but I definitely feel like there's a strong connection here, obviously, to, to a woman. She's um, gone now. We yeah, we put across Trevor. Yeah, not so much of a, of like now, a male or She may have wanted to see her daughter back on the bridge one day, so there's a good possibility why she's stuck around. Absolutely, and you know, energies will stick around just kind of like, you know, it. Uh, so we do as human beings, you know what I mean? Like there's issues that we go through, we evolve, but we still can kind of reflect oh those emotions. Oh my God, I can't believe that a three-year-old survived being that thrown off this bridge. Off this is insanity or it fell on a tree or something yeah, or, yeah. i mean there must have been better bushes is, is there, down okay. there before our drought we had better Jesus. water supply probably in 1937 right, right. <laughs> we, and there was actually water down there right so yeah so good well i'm glad we got that point but and we can always revisit this too <laughs> Thank you so much oh, for bringing you. me out here and scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I guess we have a reputation for doing that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Follow Susan on Twitter or Instagram at First Lady of Love. And check callingoutwithsusanbinsky.com for all the latest info and links to our cast of clairvoyance. Download new episodes every week from iTunes or callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. We're back. and But, you know, AJ, did you ever 
read anything about this before you went on that bridge? No, a- absolutely not. Like one thing that I like to do when I go to any investigation place, I don't want to know anything about the location, anything about the person. Like here's the thing, I'm a skeptic. When right, I do this and work. I don't on this yeah. show. I tend to not tell anybody anything. Like I don't right. tell them who's coming on the show, who's doing what. It's all you know. You didn't know that Owen Elliot Kugel was no, going no. on to talk to Mama Cass, and Mama Cass came through with flying colors. <laughs> so, Absolutely, but but that's part of the beauty of it. Is th- this is a safe Ethics. place? But you know, I it, it it does sound like. I mean, come on, it's in every every article about the bridge. You know, right? That's what. Well, but here's the thing, guys, is that I did not know that she threw a baby off. My impression was actually like this person was with a brother figure. Like I thought there was a younger energy. Like brother and 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 mother or like sister and brother like i did right. not i did not say it's well, a year old baby you mentioned yeah. the ml name and i kind of i just called her melissa but you also mentioned that there was no trauma when she went off and that's a great point the yes. baby didn't die yeah that's insane yeah she because didn't die. because what happened is that when when spear kind of jumps out to is that spear kind of leaves the body at that time and so the soul kind of leaves that body. So if it's like the mother or, or any person that jumps, sometimes they don't have a tragic event as we think as suicide yeah. or whatnot. So um, so I wanted to know if FJ has knew anything about the story. I'm sure you do. Yeah, the, the story, the, um, it was during the Depression, and I think it was 1938, and uh, a woman pulled up on the bridge in a car, got out, hurled her three-year-old over the bridge, three-year-old girl, and then leapt over the bridge herself. And she was dead down there, and the police found the little girl walking around, uh, scratched up but not a broken bone. No explanation or rhyme or reason for it. The only survivor ever that, uh, that either fell or jumped off that bridge. And um, when I was writing the book in 1976, she gave an interview with the Pasadena newspaper, and she said that uh, angels caught her. Wow. <laughs> I believe it. And wow. That wow. stuck with me and played a part in the novel that I wrote. And in 2012, she was still um, still alive. Really? I'm, I'm sure if she still is. And uh-huh. Her name was Jean Piconin. Yeah. And yeah. she also um, mentioned, I read an article where it said that she thought that her mother was doing her a favor to keep her from a tragic and horrible life since you know hmm. the depression which you know to me is it doesn't make sense to me you know that's right do I have our mothers feeling. but I but I have had people tell me that when people do decide to take their life they think that that people are better off without them they think that it's their time right. and that they you know nobody wants me anyway so they're not gonna care and I think that's where their head goes but this child actually thought that her, her mother did her a favor right by yeah throwing her. Huh. but um but she did survive and the angels did ca- catch her and it's um it's one of the one of the oldest stories is that you know there's this woman on the bridge looking for her baby so we crossed her over right well, <laughs> and, and the weird part that is that again i i did not know what was going on there because there there could have been several spirits i did not know who i was communicating right. with and i'm being very quite honest because i don't know if it was a male communicating with a child i just knew there was two individuals that felt like you know female or a younger energy but i knew there was an, o- an older woman and like their contemporary like their brother or their child wow. that was my impression and i felt like one of them crossed over i did not get the other one as passed on that was the unique part wow. but i did not know how they passed over so for fj and for you ellen you guys know the history of it i yes. don't okay so um, FJ, fj do you have any other interesting stories that i mean in your book we can all read your book and 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 learn more about the suicide bridge it's called devil's gate 
Yeah, uh, Devil's Gate is the is the name of the novel, and it's the Colorado Street Bridge is the centerpiece. And um, you know, it's just an interesting place for me because the bridge is 101 years old now, and the suicides have never ceased. They continue. I mean, they peaked in the Depression, but they continue. There was just another one last month. Yeah, wow. just a couple weeks ago. After really? yeah, I never yeah. hear about this. Jeez. I did try to look it up. I couldn't find it. It's so weird. And, you know, yeah. I, I September Pasadena newspaper. Yeah, like people let me know when it happens, and it really still has an effect. But the interesting thing to note is, it's not the easiest bridge ever to get up onto. Um, you know, and it's it's not uh, it's it's only 180 feet, you know, down to the bottom, and it's not. You know, it's not a sure thing sometimes. Some people <laughs> jump and they live for a few hours. Or, right. You know, and it's, okay, so we're not and, advertising to jump off the bridge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right no. now we're trying to avoid But that. he does have a take on why people go there. A, a million Americans attempt suicide every year. Do they? And, and 90% of them die due, due to the fact that they have psychiatric disorders. Really? Wow. Yeah, and, and then the, you know, firearms are bar none the highest rate of death and also uh suffocation and hangings but you know jumping off bridges is not like an all-time doesn't sound fun to me but we're not saying it's a good place to do it but we it is interesting to think that that the spirits of of these people still exist over there and yeah um, can either one of you guys explain like the history or maybe the connection of why those energies are still there i mean for you as fj as well from your background but also from you ellen as a science teacher but also as as a medium yourself yeah you know everything is made up of energy and when you look at the universal laws of energy it can never be destroyed it just re you know recycles itself into other forms and so you have all of these traumatic things that have gone on there and it's a collective energy and then you go back over a thousand years and you had you know the gabarlino in indians that were right. in this area and then you have the jet propulsion lab right in the foothills right. there's a reason it was built there if you go because into the, of the energy well yeah the right. high very <laughs> high emf readings well we that actually come off live my house is on granite and the original yep. Uh, no wonder <laughs> seismograph from Caltech was in the house like right down as you were coming up yeah. my road and they they chose it because it had the highest level of energy and like your phone wow. doesn't work up yeah. here or anything but no I understand and you that. know what's in granite is high um, um, amounts of uh, crystal which so that's and which is energy. which is a great conductor of energy. Hopefully, right. don't take it for granite, though. Oh, <laughs> <pun, pun. laughs> so um, FJ, if we could segue to you for a second here, you feel like the um, I, I'm going to try to take a light take on this, but you feel like there's a chance that people are drawn to this area, like a vortex or a calling. Um, can yeah. you explain a little bit about that? I mean, it's not going to sound very lighthearted, right? But it, it's worth the sake of discussing it. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, my thinking is is that um, places like this or that the the forest in Japan, um, Akihara, where people just go to commit suicide, like Ellen said, the energy builds, and you know, it's it's a it's an energy of hopelessness, and I think that as that gets stronger, it emits a frequency like a radio signal, and I think people who are in that state of mind pick up on it and are drawn there. Yeah, it's and, like. You know, 
do you think there's a correlation with it? Well, what they called it before was the Jack Parsons Laboratory. Then they changed it to the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Do you think that that also contributes to this frequency or or whatever the field is in connection with yeah. this activity? Absolutely. Almost in a direct line from the very, very top of the foothills, there is a thing called Gravity Hill yes. where right. objects, you know, and you want to talk about energy, you can feel it there. Wow. Mm. No, you can next, take a next our, trip. our next field trip, Susan. <laughs> yeah. so, directly below that is NASA Jet Propulsion Lab, and below that is Devil's Gate Dam, which is, you know, a a right. powerful, um, you know, force of nature, and it was built there for a reason, and uh, that's where Jack Parsons, you know, conducted a lot of his rituals. He was the founder of Aerojet, which went on to become NASA JPL, and he was an occultist. Is he the one that slammed in the side of a mountain in Switzerland or something? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. He was? How? And they thought Hillary Hillary Clinton was behind it. There was a big... Well, that that would actually correlate to the the societies (laughs) that are secret, right? I didn't even know that. I I didn't didn't hear that. Okay. Anyways, go on, FJ. Sorry. And then, then, you know, down, you know, directly down river is the bridge. And all of that is is, is in alignment. And it's all, you know, really powerful forces. And... Pasadena has this history. You know, when I started the book, I just was going to write about a haunted bridge. And suddenly I began to uncover things and the story got bigger and bigger. But it's this, you know, it's the story of of Pasadena's occult, um, you know, underbelly. I mean, there really is, a, a, you know, a noted supernatural uh, story to the to the city. What kind of rituals have you learned that they were doing there? Well, Jack Parsons was um, was the founder of the OTO, which is a um, you know an order that was founded by Aleister Crowley, the you know, noted British occultist. Absolutely, yeah. it's, um, you know, and so they were conducting sexual magic rituals. They were conducting um, you know rituals that uh, you know were, were dark in nature. They they uh, he and L. Ron Hubbard uh, lived together. Uh, right, you know, right. in, this, in this commune, and they were conducting a ritual called Babylon working, where they were trying to summon summon this elemental force, you know, Babylon from, you know, from the Bible, you know. Which wow. is so that was really ultimately what the objective was: was to summon Babylon, or yes. was there more yeah, to, to open the gates? Oh, wow. Wonderful! I think they you can su- still come they to were Pasadena successful. and do that. You know, we, we have <laughs> <laughs> we have Scientology and, you know, here. You in think about it, who knows what they unleash? Because exactly, Parsons went on to create solid rocket fuel which propels you know <laughs> nuclear missiles ballistic missiles rockets right. um you know there's there's a powerful destructive force in what he created you know wow the ability to deliver death <laughs> right so who knows i mean it's really interesting and it's worth digging into i mean it's it's amazing um when you think about you know that could could nasa really be you know be born from this this mad scientist occultist and it really is it's you can look it right up wow very interesting with the caller i think that we were going to have um coming up soon here um i believe that that individual's had some experiences and they, she wanted to get a little more clarity um okay. into that so maybe we'll see if, if these guys can pick up anything that's really interesting and uh, we'll interesting. after this break we'll come back and talk to her if you have suggestions for a guest a medium or a show Email us at callingout at drdrew.com. Susan and her guests would love to talk to you. 
And don't forget to tell all your friends to visit us at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. What was that? Uh, probably a chair. Maybe. What was that? Was anybody? Anybody? FJ? I, I didn't hear anything. I heard well, something. Who made that noise? Sounded like a chair fell down. Exactly, <laughs> or something <laughs> fell, yeah. Okay. Okay. Back to the... <laughs> back to the show. Okay, we're back, and the spirits are moving furniture. We took a little break, and we, we got some weird noise in the background. But we're, we're going to take Deborah on the Skype line, um, the miracle of technology. We can actually see FJ and Deborah at the same time. Nobody can see it because they're listening to a podcast, Hi. but I'm going to explain it to you. And also, we're going to let Deborah ask a question. Absolutely. Um, so, I, I, how you doing, Deborah? So, Hi. Uh, hope Hi. you're doing well. So, so, here's the thing. Uh, the first thing I do when I tune into energy, I don't know what your question is, but let me just kind of jump in and just do this um, because I work a lot differently. Um, the first thing I do when I tune into energy, I do have a younger gentleman that does step forward here. So, did you lose like a contemporary, like a brother, like husband, prog- uh, brother figure on your level? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Can you say yes? Because we can't yes. do that. I can't. Okay. Um, Freaking me out right now. Okay. You start off like that. Okay. Um, I have this gentleman that wants to come through. He wants to be the gatekeeper for you. So he wants to open up the door and he wants to let you know, I want to send my love to you. I want to give my gratitude to you. So I don't know if there was something that was left unspoken, meaning that he left in a tragedy or two, he left very quickly, but he's bringing up for me. I'm here and then I'm gone. Do you understand this? Yes. And he's also bringing it up for me. Is there also like either like a Mark or like an M name connected here as well, please? Still living or passed over? A, a what? Like an, an M, M, like an M name, like Michael, like Marky, like the M name that's connected here. They're still living though. They're not passed over. Oh, yeah. They're still living it with an M, yes. Okay. Why would he bring Michael, that up? you got it. Who is that? Why would they bring that up? It's my other brother okay i need to acknowledge that he wants to give the love to him so he's still living so i want to acknowledge is there four of you guys but one was one passed over so there's a total five okay so so it's just his way identifying you guys identifying the love that he wants to be here for you and wants to validate like again what happened here on the physical level so if he was left again in a very tragic way if he left uh, in a sudden way but he's taking responsibility for his passing you understand this sort of yeah okay he's telling me that this is something that he takes on that you couldn't have stopped you haven't you couldn't prevent do you understand that yes and he's also bringing up for me now even though your name is debbie deborah whatever he also wants to call you by a cartoon name so is there like a nickname that you have like princess or mini or like um i don't know he's telling he's being like i need to bring up like a cartoon name around you Beetlejuice. You want me to really tell you? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, when I was younger, I was Motormouth. I don't know that it's. Oh my god. <laughs> so we're related somehow. So so here so here's the thing. He wants to still make fun of you from the other side and still wants to give you that love and support. Do you understand that? Yes. <laughs> I, I really feel like this gentleman wants to validate you and wants to validate the love. Um, are you by any chance affiliated with FJ by any chance? Um, I've, I've heard him on Coast to Coast, okay. and um, I've listened to his interviews. Okay, here, here's the thing. I, I need to kind of <laughs> think, 
you, in, in some sense, your brother wants to thank FJ, which is why I'm saying this. He wants to thank him for making this happen today. So even though this was like on the fly, this was supposed to happen, it wasn't supposed to happen, he wants to thank FJ. So I don't know if you know her brother or this younger male FJ, but he wants to thank you for making this all happen because I do believe this is divine connection and divine energy, how this is supposed to happen. And one last thing, uh, well, actually three last things. He's also telling me to talk about August. So where's also August connected out here? Um, if it's not August, it's going to be like the 8th of a month, like January 8th, February 8th. There's a big 8th that's connected here. Uh, the 11th, but no, I no, can't no, 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 get anything nope, on the 8th. Nope, but if it's not that, hold, hold on, on to it. it. It's okay. going to be his way of identifying this energy. And he's also telling me to talk about like where he was at. So was he physically away from you when he passed on? Because tell me that he wasn't there or he couldn't communicate when he passed over. Does that make sense? Yes, I wasn't. I wasn't okay. there. I, I was in another state, but okay. on my way there. Okay, that's the second thing. The third thing he wants to express to you is that whatever happened in that moment in your life that was going on, if you not being there couldn't be there because of physical distance, he wants to let you know: do not worry about me anymore. You have worried too much. You understand that? Yes. And he wants you to kind of take care of yourself because emotionally, I feel like your heart has been broken. But I don't think it's because of his passing. I think it's truly because of what you've been going through throughout your lifetime. And he wants to let you know, I'm your supporter. I'm going to be your brother. I'm going to be your, your best friend right by your side. Okay, sweetie? Oh. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's Do you want nice. to jump in here, Alan? Well, the only I'm, I'm also picking up a, a lightness in my head. I operate a little differently Absolutely. than AJ. I'm more of a physical medium, empathic, and so I can, you know, walk into a room and feel things and begin it that way. And I, I feel like um, I'm ready to pass out. So I don't know if it was medications that he was on. Um, sugar might have been low. But I, I don't feel like cognitively I'm functioning at this point. Does that any of that make sense? It, well, it wasn't medications, but basically he, he, he had pneumonia and he, he suffocated. So he couldn't breathe. Okay. So that, okay. would, that would be the feeling of the heaviness, the lightheaded, where mm. he just cognitively could not function. Right. Did you have a question for us? I'm, I'm so in shock now. <laughs> 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 um, there's there's a, another person that kind of hangs around and does things to my computer to make himself present and among other bits and pieces and clues and, and, and it's just too much. It's all adding up so much. And can you sense anybody else around? It's like, I want to know. I know that they're watching over me and watching over my kids, but. Okay. Um, here, here's the thing I want to bring up here, Deborah, and I don't know where I'm going to go with this, and it might be a funny reference or two. It might be an honest reference. Do you remember the scene from, do you, do you remember the movie Ghost with Whippy yes. Gober, Patrick Swayze? Mm -hmm. and, and, okay. Um, do you remember the part where he was murdered and uh, Carl was a person's name and he was in the office and he was typing away and the chair ended up rolling back by itself and he kept on putting Sam on, on the computer? Um, vaguely, but okay. It was about six minutes in after the, after right. the intermission. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so here's the thing. There's something significant about him either typing his name or two, there's something about his name being present now either around you either to like 
is there something hanging with his name up like right now like in your house yes okay yeah there's something about his name that he wants to talk about either it's hanging up it's printed up but there's something like he's talking about going to the computer and showing his name he wants to communicate you through you through electronics through other different ways so yeah, you're not going has. crazy he has yeah you're he not has. Yeah, that you're, happens. You're not. He has big time. A absolutely, you're not going crazy. But the part. No, the you're going crazy. <laughs> 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 Thanks for calling. <laughs> Next. <laughs> if, if There's I another get, level past crazy. <laughs> right. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. This gentleman feels different. Um, feels differently for me than the one I'm talking about. I, I feel like there's more of a, of a prankster as a jokester type of energy. Does that make sense? For for. For the first guy, for the first guy that you talked about, my brother. Okay, if that's related to him, I feel like there's a completely different energy with this other guy. There's something different where he wants to come through, like very, like mellow. But I feel like there's more of a fun energy. So if that is for your brother, I can let you know they're hanging out together on the other side, yeah. and your brother kind of wants to take credit of it uh, as well, kind of saying like, "I want to take credit for bringing through this gen this gentleman in as in as well." Uh, uh -huh. but, but here's here's the deal. Go Back ahead. up your computer. Oh, right. And, uh, and, and, um, yeah, these guys don't care. I did okay? that. Right. I've had, I, I did a show with the mob wives, okay? Renee oh, right. Graziana came in. I had a flood in the garage and oh, the gate gosh. stopped working. It cost me like a thousand bucks to fix For everything. Her visit. Yeah. <laughs> just back, they're, they mean well, but they like to mess with things. Like, like every time I leave this room, I think, okay, I hope everything works tomorrow when I get back. <laughs> oh, wow. No, they do. They come through electronics and they, they make themselves known. We've had, when I, I did a show about a girl who was murdered, she set off one of the alarms on my refrigerator. I had what? to call the, the refrigerator wow. guy to come out. And I mean, I had to literally pull the refrigerator and unplug it and plug it back in because it just wouldn't stop beeping. Oh, my God. And she took credit <laughs> for it later. Right. Oh, and it was my first show at Sideshow. We, oh, we shut down the power in the entire building. Oh, the my first God. Nice work, Susan. All the computers went out, and we shut down the building. So it sounds like a Jennifer moment. Every yeah. like computer device no, I've run into it so, fails. So electronics are a way for them to come through. I, I am a witness to that and you're not crazy and my computer has been talking to me a lot good and well listen to out. it it's, right. it's telling you something and and i'm glad that you could connect it makes me happy to know that you know you could connect and and find that piece so you had an experience on the suicide bridge as well or the colorado street a, bridge a, yeah. a general question that i wanted more information on because it was it's, it wasn't ever really dug into as far as it was just kind of like skimmed over okay I, I, the, the native americans that that were on that land prior to everything else that's there now. Has anybody ever checked to see if maybe it's like an Indian burial ground or some sort of thing like that? Because they tend to like draw some, you know, that weird spirit, like a poltergeist, Whoa. yeah, draw you in. Actually, when we taped episode two of Devil's Gate and Suicide Bridge, Beyond Normal, the first on Beyond Normal, um, the first place that we went was the ancient burial grounds of the Gabrielinos here in Pasadena, wow. and I can't publicly tell you where it is because we were sworn um, by a city official we couldn't put that information out. But so we, there is one there. Yes, Whoa. there is. One. Okay, wow. that, that was, must be the draw. And um, 
it is going to be um, another episode that we're going to do. We had a lot. And we actually used the, um, as a trigger, we found native uh, tongue, uh, song and ritual music that we downloaded. And we used that as a trigger that evening when we went out. So that will be forthcoming. Um, I have to tell you, it was just really, really strong energy. Wow. Ellen, tell us a little bit about Beyond Normal. Beyond Normal um, is uh, Vince Morris is the producer of it. And it's, you know, his side thing. He's very interested in the paranormal. But he, he does it also from a educational aspect. So when you look at the episode, you'll actually see historical value to it. And um, the first one that we did was in Los Angeles. It was um, at the Hale House. And I did uh, transfiguration and table tipping on that one. The second one, that we... sounds cool. <laughs> right. The right. second... I'm a physical medium. Right. Uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> it, it actually is yes. really see, interesting. I want to see that. Can you make that happen right now? Right. Maybe not after. Not that's a, that's we, our we, third film. We, we will do, do it. it. We'll talk about Let's it. Let's do it. No, it'll be so oh, much fun. With all of us here, yeah. it'll be insane. It's and then fun. the second episode was um, Devil's Gate, Suicide Bridge, right. and the Ancient Burial Grounds. We just finished a clip with the Culver Studios Mansion. Uh, where we brought in Thomas in Cecil B. DeMille. Uh-huh. We did. Uh, we used a spirit board there. And right. then in the second part of the episode, I just took a glass dish and turned it upside down. And we used it like a planchette on a table doing yes and no questions. Oh, fine. And <laughs> if you saw part one of it, part two is over the top. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, that was a um, Morris uh, Digital Production. Yes. Yeah. I just want to throw that and out that, there. And that's, you can find that on the internet. Yeah. If you right. Google Beyond Normal with Ellen Marin, you'll get all the episodes. There I you did, go. I did Google that. But <laughs> I couldn't remember. I didn't have it down in my notes. I and I gave you a link to it too. So I think we'll just, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. res- resend it. But it's pretty well, cool. Okay. Well, Deborah, I want to thank you so much thank for calling you. in. We have another caller and um, just, you know, Keep backing up that computer. And <laughs> right. <we have, laughs> she has I, a good point. I try to give solid I, I advice. Think the at the end backing of it up for me. Right. <laughs> Don't I trust w- it to do that. Oh, God, <laughs> and, 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 and real quick, and, and, spirits, and, I mean. and it's been bugging me. Final but, word. But but what is that? What is that Sam thing? Or what is that name thing? Why 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 would he bring that up specifically out of anything else that he would have to say to you? Why why is that so important? The motor mouth. Sam. No, 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 the, no, no, no. The, the name. Like, actually, you have this name up in your house, or you have this name. Oh, thing. why I, would he bring that I, up out of all I things? Have it. it was my father, and he, he was in the military, and he had the desk plaque, you know, with his, you know, wow. wings, being a pilot on it. And I just put it up, I, like a week or two ago, in the hallway on a shelf. Dude, you're shitting me. I like. Hey. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Pot- potty mouth AJ Barrera. Sorry, sorry. But <laughs> That's amazing. No, seriously. Like, That's amazing. Just know your dad is in spirit. Yeah, I'm afraid right. what they can see when I'm like here. Like, like they just want to look at me in a, at a distance. Right. <laughs> AJ? I do have a question right. for, for FJ. Can I ask FJ a question? Do we have yes, some time? Do we I have mean, time if you guys come on George Norrie doing interviews. Right. And <laughs> Love him. Yeah. Love him. Is yes. that cool? If you can make it like, if you can make it like, wrap it in three minutes, two minutes. The talks about the orbs when he was on the bridge and writing his book and all that stuff and different spirits, especially like when the one person, or actually, I think it was two people died while he was writing the book. I'm not sure, but have you ever had a? Have you ever brought them home with you? That's what I want to know. Have have they followed you home? And what do what do you do when you have all these? 
strangers and ghostly guests. That the one thing is, if, you know, the bri you, you you don't take the bridge lightly, and I believe there are spirits there that lost their lives and regret it terribly, and they will try to latch on to you, and you need to protect yourself. Um, and I do believe some things followed me home. And, you know, who do I call? I call Ellen, you know. <laughs> you know that's, that, that's who I call, and she gave me some techniques. And, yeah. you know, I have a deep faith, and, um, you know, I think I was able to, to sort of rid myself of it. But you got to be really careful. A lot of salt baths, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I've and taken a, lot a few of, of those myself. A lot myself. of um, holy water, a lot of prayers, and a lot of... Yeah, you know, because they do feel your presence, and they if they think that you're connecting with them, they're going to follow you home. They they follow us home all the time. So, yeah, right. It's, but you know, it, they're not scary. You know, if they if they don't mess with your house, it's okay. Well, <laughs> they're, they're, they're incredibly sad. You know, it can, it can affect your mood and your your health. That's true. Absolutely, you can feel that. Absolutely, got to be careful. That place in particular, you just got to really be careful. Yeah, I recall you saying that you had gotten sick on the bridge. And not knowing that the guy had com just committed suicide before you got there. Yeah, I mean, I, I never feel good there. You know, it's it's no. me. It's you know, it it's a place that um, if if you're you know you, you if you have empathy, you feel you feel the you know what the, the sadness of the people that were were. It's it's a it's a a place I noticed when I was there with my daughter. It's it's beautiful down there. It's so it's beautiful, but it it's a place of mixed emotions and mixed feelings because you have this this beauty but the sadness at the same time and it's it's i get the feel when i'm there it's like being in an elevator in a tall building that's going down very very fast and you just you 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 can't you have no footing you just you you can't be firm on the ground. That's the feeling I get. It's kind of like you're just not really grounded when you're down there. Yeah, but when you're when you're going, it's always important to set the intent. Why are you going? What is it that you hope to accomplish? I usually go to see the Rose Parade, <laughs> and I don't have that problem. <laughs> but you know what I don't like is that diesel smell coming out of those buses. But right. I it, listen. It's such a beautiful bridge. It's I've driven over it a million times. I see people on all the time, but there is this sort of spooky side of it, and it is sad, you know, but it's not, it, it, it isn't, if you're attuned to that and that's where you want to go with it, you can go there. Right. I agree with that. So that yeah, on part two of this episode, <laughs> right. I want to see Ellen move some stuff. Okay? Oh, it, it, it's <laughs> amazing. See some it's tables a, it's amazing. No, yeah. no, no. But we, I'm sorry. I don't mean to make light of it, but, and I, I think that you're probably tapping into some energy that's there and. But it, it is it is one of the most beautiful pieces of architecture in Southern California that right. I've ever seen. Yeah, down here at least in this area, and and you know they rebuilt it. It's now safer. There aren't pieces of, of block falling Concrete. off of it. Mm -hmm. But right. and it is safer. I mean, I think that it is more of it. We have we have a lot of parties out there, and right. and you know it's but it does have some history, and it it's interesting to find out you know more about these stories with a psychic medium. And we appreciate you calling in because it's really... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. <laughs> thank you, Deborah. Bye. We'll be in touch. Bye-bye. We'll be in touch. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, so um, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we're going to come back with Ashley. If you have suggestions for a guest, a medium, or a show, email us at callingout at drdrew.com. 
Susan and her guests would love to talk to you. And don't forget to tell all your friends to visit us at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com. So before we call Ashley, I wanted to thank FJ for calling in and giving us all his expertise. We heard that you've been on George Norrie's program. George Norrie has been a guest on my podcast as well. Love him. And also, um, you can find FJ Lennon at fjlennon.com and check his, you know, amazing series of books, uh, Devil's Gate. And what was the other one that you have? It's Soul Trapper. Soul Trapper, which what is what's that based on? Soul Trapper is uh, this is a novel series, a paranormal investigator based in Hollywood, um, you know, uncovers paranormal mysteries and uh, that blend supernatural with real world crime. Well, what, awesome. what kind of investigation did you have to do for that? Uh, well, you know, the, the centerpiece of the, the, of the Devil's Gate is about the Colorado Street Bridge and Devil's Gate Dam. So, you know, I did all of this research that I talked about tonight and then I, you know, then I created a fictional story around it. So, wow. so it's a series. It's and a series. So you're going in that. We're going in that order, basically, from the bridge to the to the investigative team. We're, we're, yeah, we're we're going to new places in the next novel. So yes. what's the next mo- novel? Is it coming soon? Uh, part of it is the Hellfire Club in England. Oh and wow! Some of the secret societies that you mentioned. Ooh! Ooh. Oh, I can't wait for that. Ooh, we like those yes. secret yes. societies. All <laughs> right, and if you want to find him on Twitter, you can go to FJ Lennon on Twitter, correct? And also he has his Facebook page, Kane Price Novels. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And also maybe we'll hear you on Coast to Coast sometimes soon. And that happens to be my mother-in-law's favorite show. <laughs> I've heard it six million times and I had to get George Norrie on my podcast because of it. <laughs> so, and he was awesome. He was awesome. And, um, we hopefully will talk to you again. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Susan. And get Thanks. some sleep. Yes. <laughs> well do. Good night. Good night, FJ. Hello. Hi, it's Susan from Calling Out. Hi, how are you? Is this Adrian? It is. Hey, thanks for calling in. It's supposed to be Ashley, but we're taking you first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so um, you're here with uh, Ellen Marin and from Be- Beyond Normal. And she's amazing. And with AJ Barrera, I think the two of them are going to kind of work together with you. And Jennifer Musil Barrera is here too. So okay. you've got three, three psychic mediums. Um, I'm going to let you guys decide. Do you want her to ask a question? Yeah, it's yeah. You can go ahead and ask a question. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and give us an idea of what you're looking for? And, and don't give us too much details because <laughs> our thing is to give you evidence. Okay. Um, I lost somebody recently and the circumstances to their death was they weren't sure whether if it was suicide or whether it was an accidental death. Okay. Do you want to jump in here, Al, or you want to take this? You can start. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, the first thing to do when I tune into energy, there's several, several different things. They're actually show me encyclopedias. So I don't know if there's either like still 
pending. This case is still pending. It's still open. But I feel like there's a series of books or series of pages we need to flip through. We need to go through. But I don't feel like something is still correct here or something wasn't followed up here. Does that make sense? Yes. And, And I also feel like here, when this energy steps forward, it's making me feel feel like there's more of a dominance energy of trying to get your attention to try to fix this case or make the situation happen so this may sound weird but even though you lost this individual i don't know how close this person was to you but they're making feel like it's almost like you're like the mother energy that you need to fix it all you need to take care of everything so i don't know if everyone's telling you like don't do it but at the same time you want to know more about it he's making feel like i need to thank you for kind of like being like the mom energy or trying to nurture his passing even though this person passed over i don't know if it is a male but i keep on one calling him e so is it a male that passed over Actually, it is. Yes. Okay, okay. So he is making fuck that he wants to thank you for coming through to to you and and being aware of his ability. He's also telling me to talk about a bracelet or some sort of bracelet or some sort of thing that goes around his wrist. Or do you have this? What is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah, a, a, a bracelet that um, I was given as a kid, and actually, he stole it. <laughs> You're just giving me chills right now. <laughs> okay, so I, I feel like this is his way. He wants to joke around with you and wants to validate this is my love to you. But also, I want to let you know, thank you for doing this. So, if if I can be, you know, I don't want to ask a question, but would this case still be? Would it be a case? Would this still be open in some unique way? Because I don't feel like it's closed. I feel like I'm still flipping through the pages or flipping through things that I don't feel like it's done correctly. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're we're still trying to investigate of what's going on. So. Okay. I I also want to bring up with him is that he's telling me, um, I don't know if his mom is still living, but I need to talk to his mom. Um, do I don't know if you have any connection with his mom? Do you please? Um, she's passed already. Okay. I want to let you know that I need to bring up his mom is coming through as well for you. So the, would this um, be like an aunt figure for you, or would this be like a an aunt energy rather than a mom energy? Um, it was, well, my grandmother. Okay. I, I want to let you know she's coming through as an aunt energy. She's not coming through as like an older energy, like as a, as oh, a, I, a, go ahead. Um, actually I just lost my aunt recently to cancer. <laughs> okay. I, I want to let you know that she's coming through with this younger male. I don't know if they're related, but I can definitely assure you that they want to come through together and she wants to be here as an aunt and as a best friend, not like a mom. So she wants to come through with an amazing sense of humor. And I feel like this lady, you can't get her to shut up, to be quite honest. So I don't know if she was a talker in life, but she's mainly like that she wants to take a drink of like, like tequila or a drink of like shots. So I don't know if she was a drinker in life, but I can assure you that she's having a party on the other side. I like her. <laughs> oh my god yeah it's my aunt evelyn okay maybe she'll come drink with me later right <laughs> well the funny thing is we just went to the desert this weekend and her her all her sisters were we were all together and my sister and we all had a shot at tequila. oh my god you're freaking I could do that. oh, oh my, my <laughs> oh i'm just getting chills throughout my whole body okay oh it, 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 real quick it, is she one of six siblings or one of six sisters yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like this is her way of identifying the family and giving love to the sisters. I think this is her way of saying, how I want to you know she was one of six sisters. It's how they show me the frame of reference. Wow. Yeah. So oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, she was. <laughs> so, oh my God. I'm bawling. So I, so I think this is her way of acknowledging her family, acknowledging her, 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 her situation, uh, what just great. took place there for you as well. Do you Are want you ready for more? Let's yeah. See when, when I actually picked up, I didn't pick up on the mail. I picked up on the elderly woman was coming in and she wasn't uh clear of thinking um it's it's as if 
she was on a lot of meds before she passed over. Um, but it's like a party over there. Right. You know, <laughs> you're bringing in the aunt, you're bringing in, you know, the deceased, you're bringing in the grandmother, and it's like there's a whole entourage there. I and heard the angels drink wine. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's what Rebecca said. <laughs> right. she, was, she was heavily medicated, but she still had her sense of humor. She, even no. to the, the day she passed, she yeah. was laughing and joking. Yeah, wow. and they were they were all there together, and and they still are together. So, what and kind of me, message can we give her? What, is, what do they want to tell her? Like, what's her? Yeah, is there anything the, specific uh, that I'm maybe? I I think the message itself is that she's stepping forward. Right, that is a message, and people think like like a lot of people sit in front of me. They go, "What's the message?" The message is that they're coming. They validate their validate themselves. Validate that they're coming. Well, the through tequila for you. shot. But, but I think tequila <laughs> go shot. Go have fun. Tonight. But I think I think the biggest validation is what just took place. Like what that literally is, just took that place. That is amazing because, it, like, no. seriously, that just happened Saturday. So she happened. drank a shot with you guys. Is what I'm all, taking. Yeah, all the sisters. So so is there any way though you can get any kind of like, you know psychic energy or anything from the from the in addition to the mediumship yeah i mean AJ? i mean a message for her that would be like you know helpful for her that, that would good question absolutely absolutely is there a certain question that you want to have or that you that you've been thinking about like here's the thing this may sound freaking crazy when i say it and everything i always tell people that sounds crazy everything you say sounds crazy right <laughs> <laughs> but it's usually the truth so <laughs> so here's the thing is there any weird Weird reference. Why do you talk about like having a new baby? Who having a new baby? <laughs> 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 <not> be me. <laughs> Is there real quick? If She's th- not having a baby. Okay, you need birth control. I think that's <laughs> the message. <laughs> that's another good point, Susan. Okay, we we give great contraceptive <laughs> advice here on calling out with Susan Pinsky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if that's not the case if there's not a pregnancy happening right now or two to someone around her right now or, or two that please someone, don't <laughs> that, that someone just had a kid um i need to acknowledge there's a kid that either was just born or someone is pregnant right now that's about to have the kid but i do feel like it's to your contemporary which would be like your sister your brother like i feel like it's someone close oh my brother his girlfriend's pregnant okay. so, Hello. So, so she knows then that so, the individual so, so the message is that again that she's around you that she's validating the situation and she's validating the family that she's showing nothing but unconditional love to all you guys Wait, so, they're not married um no my brother art they're not married his girlfriend's um, pregnant. No, no, not yet. No. Oh, okay. Are they getting married? Dr. Laura yes. would not. Well, that's the improve. message. <laughs> she needs to get married and you need to use birth control. Definitely. <laughs> 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 Another good point from Susan. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you. I brought that one in for you. Okay? It was an easy one because that's, that's, that's a good message. I think we should all take a shot um, after this okay. of do, tequila. Do you you want, got it. Do you want to say something no, real quick? No, I... You... Summed it up. He nailed it. <laughs> and they, thank okay. you so much for your call. Thank yeah. you so much for your time, Adrian. I appreciate it. And I want you to, you know, make a note to your loved ones and thank them for kind of making this all happen. And, and importantly, uh, obviously calling out is a big part of why this all happened. You know what I mean? So, um, wow. you know, Susan, you know, if you want to give some love to Susan for making this happen as well. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. Just if you want a psychic reading, you want a little bit more time with AJ or Ellen, you you can check out my cast of Clairvoyance and you can go there and, and click through and find them and, and you can book a reading. Calling, Calling out, out with, with Susan Pinsky. Pinsky. Awesome. Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Hope Thank to see you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Give me a two-hour special. So <laughs> you do part one and part we're two. We're calling Ashley now. We've got it's Ashley's turn. Hi, Ashley. It's Susan from Calling Out. How are you? 
Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so glad we finally got to get you on the podcast. We're here with AJ Barrera. Hello. That's hello. Spanish for Barrera. Yeah, AJ Barrera sounds perfect. And his <laughs> lovely wife, Jennifer, and Ellen Marin. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you just kind of go in. Look at this. I don't. Absolutely. I don't want any questions yet. I want right. to just see where it takes us. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Your name's Ashley, correct? Yes. All right, Ashley. So I'm going to just jump into this. Uh, and you know what? I, I'm going to go over the map with this. So I don't know what you're looking for. So the first thing I do when I tune into energy, I'm actually seeing a lot of yellow energy around you. Anytime I see yellow energy, it usually represents communication. So when it speaks in public, to me, I see it as a part of like cautionary. So I don't know if there's either some sort of like cautionary situation that I need to talk about that's going through in your own personal life. But I don't feel like I'm on guard or i don't feel like i'm on top of the foundation I, I feel like there's a lot of pieces in my life that are broken but i don't feel like i can't put them back together so i feel like there's a lot of rebuilding process that needs to happen here does that make sense first of all yeah okay so i i feel like with this re rebuilding process the color red also comes in which is like your root chakra so i feel like this energy is talking about like we need to focus on love we need to focus on kind of like our, our self-help and i think we you may have lost clarity of who you are and what you're in search for because i do feel like there's a lot of uh mist and a lot of um Un un unsure energy that's around you but that unsure energy is really about what you already know does that make sense yeah. And, and so I feel like this knowing is part of your fear of what may not happen because I think you you kind of self-sabotage yourself, not intentional, but the subconscious says like, you can't do this or this is not going to happen. So I, I really feel like you're very hard on yourself and very hard on what you can and cannot do. But I feel like you're limitless. I feel like you can do anything that you want to do if you allow yourself to kind of go there. And I feel like God, divine, spirit, Buddha, Allah, whatever your belief is, there's a higher power that has definitely been working with you. I, I also want you to look into like meditation and grounding because I feel like I need to get some sort of control or some sort of reality back in my life. Do you understand that? Yeah. Okay. Like I just start, or I'm trying to change jobs and stuff. So it, like I kind of understand. Okay. Because I feel like this is going to help you gain, gain some clarity and gain some sort of control of where you are in your life, meaning like personal mind, body. And so I, I, I just feel like there's a lack of moving forward that's happening there for you. And again, I think it's more so your personal energy of what you're going through as well. I'm, I'm also supposed to bring up here and I, and I want to make note to this. Um, and I may sound, um, I, I don't want to say wrong, but I may misinterpret this, but there's a weird reference. Um, oh, God. I don't know where I'm going with this. Obviously, you know who Michael Jackson is, correct? Yes. You don't have any con weird connection to, like, Michael Jackson or some sort of, like, um, Conrad Murray. Um, there's a weird reference to either one talking about prescriptions or talk talking about meds that I need to be careful with. No. He's okay. been here before. Who? Michael Jackson. <laughs> he was here a little while ago. So, so, so Ashley, Michael Jackson's and is here. <laughs> well, I mean, the message specifically is yeah. medications, uh, prescriptions. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, not, I mean not to take still, it, but Yeah. Well, here, here, here's the thing. I always get very starstruck, Ashley. You have to excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, okay, keep going. So, AJ, so, I don't know. I, so, so, so <laughs> scratch that. I, I love Susan. <laughs> sorry. Well, he listen, he's been here. I've been wanting him to come back. I, 
He can move in the back bedroom. <laughs> I'm so happy I had to meet him. <laughs> so so here's so here's the thing. I, I feel like there's a part of it that I feel like that either I need to be cautious of either like uh, medicines or either like some sort of uh, antidote. I, I don't know, like it's something about dosage or something that I need to be careful with, but not in a negative light. So I don't know if it means like go see a physician, go see a doctor or two, be cautious of the doctors that you're around right now. So Oh yeah, maybe that's what it's alluding to is Conrad Murray was the worst doctor that Michael Jackson could have ever right, had. Right, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. be careful with your with your, um, your physicians, physicians and, your, yeah. and and their boundaries. Did, and Drew, did Drew treat Michael Jackson? No. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be alive, I think, if he treated Michael Jackson. Yeah. But, okay, so... Um, what, so, and, and real, real quick, like, is there any re- weird reason why that would come up right now? Like, are you going to go see a doctor? Are you planning to go see a physician? Like, there's something about medical I need to bring around you, but not in a bad way, but in a way kind of protecting you. And, and well, I've seen, like, I've been seeing, like, a lot of doctors recently. Okay. I want you to be cautious of either get some sort of specialist in here. Um, if it's for, like, the heart, if it's for the mind, if it's for the leg, whatever it is. Like, I, I'm not a doctor, obviously. But there's a point that I feel like I need to get the right person involved here that can lead me down the right track so I have clarity in my mind, in my heart, and in my soul. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ashley had an interesting question. Absolutely. Um, she wanted to know uh, about a friend of hers who had tried to commit suicide several times. Okay. And yeah. who was found missing. Okay. Yeah, they found her dad in the woods and like, we don't <laughs> know. <if she laughs> oh, don't tell me too much. Don't tell me too much. Um, <laughs> here, here's the thing. I don't want to know anything about the person who's passed on. Again, it's through legitimacy and my integrity. Okay, for this okay, work. but just so flush that out. And We're going to believe anything you say anyway, so, so go ahead. So here's the thing. The, the thing that I did to bring up here is that I don't feel like this missing person case was a big deal. So if I can be honest here, I don't feel like that either the work was done like in search of her. I do feel like there's more of a connection, more of leads that were connected here to her passing. Now, the weird thing that doesn't make sense for me is I actually feel like I'm like on the dirt, but I do but I don't feel like I'm in water. So I don't know if she was actually found by the water, like by a pond or like it was during a rainy season, but I don't feel like I'm in in, in a lake or anything. Does that make sense? Yeah, she was found, like, right by a pond. Okay, so I feel like there's a situation that she wants to validate whatever happened here. She wants to validate this is something about, like, not being done correctly or not being searched correctly but the weird part is that you know how they have like you know german shepherds they have hound dogs for for these investigations did they actually did the dog actually find that rather than a search team i'm not sure like my pastor just told us like that she was at the house and the police just told her that they found her okay i feel like there's some sort of like search dog there's some sort of search thing that either led them to there rather than the search team just kind of like stumbling upon her i think they stumble upon her through like search rescue and rather than a helicopter you know what i mean so i yeah. feel like there's more to it well when you say she went missing i don't know they it. found her yeah but i i feel like there's a part of it though is that I don't know if this is like more of her issue, meaning like more of like her psychological issues or two, more of like things that are around her, meaning like her family and friends around her that are causing these issues. So is she still living though? No. Okay. So here's the thing. Sorry. Um, So here's the thing is that I feel like that whatever happened here, sorry, hold on one second. Hold on. We have a dog in the room. Hold on. 
So I, I feel like that I need to bring up here is that I feel like this energy with this young female here is that something psych psychologically was wrong here with this individual. Do you understand that? So I don't know if she was depressed, if she was severe um, manic, meaning like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's something wrong with her chemical imbalance that's connected here. But there's a part of it that I feel like I'm being taken, like kidnapped. So do you know if she was kidnapped? No, but I think she had like a brain tumor or something because she was having blackout seizures so like her like her brain wasn't like fully do you, like there was she actually supposed to here's the thing that she's bringing up here she was there with someone like i don't feel like she was by herself but i don't feel like as if i was done i was i was taken at force which is why i don't feel like it's so much of a kidnap i feel like there's some sort of like a kidnapping feeling that i was taken here so if she was taken here by and I don't want to sound crazy, but as with an by a dark energy, by an entity, or two, by something psychological, I feel like I was brought there for some reason. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I really suggest you to kind of just, you know, believe in the white light, believe in God, believe in the higher energy, whatever your your, your belief is. Just know that she's in good hands and good faith on the other side, and she's not with a negative energy that's there. But I do feel like her situation was part of her responsibility, but also out of her control medical wise. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I want Ellen to jump in here real quick. Yeah. I, I, I felt like it was more of a, um, not a runaway, but it was almost premeditated right. that this event happened. Absolutely. I agree. She was suicidal though. Right. Um, can you cut this part out, but I just want to share something. Sure. Um, there, I, I mean, right when you started speaking, I saw um, like a hillside or like like as if she fell off of hill or and you mentioned dirt, AJ and the water. And I saw that, too. Do you know if she was just like out and about going for a walk to like kind of blow off steam or was like he was saying kind of led into that direction and it's possible she had a seizure and fell or something? Yeah, that's what probably could have happened. Yeah, because I again, I feel like I was taken there but I, again i don't feel like it was intentional like yeah walking right. off some steam mm -hmm. or something you yeah know? but again like i want you to know like there's there's no negativity that's around her or no negative energy i really want you to understand that, that it comes from good light good intention from your friend or from this young lady because she does want to validate that i did make it safe to the other side but again whatever happened that very moment from her um Again, it's still not unsolved, but it's still unclear uh, what exactly happened. Well, I'm saying it right now is that I do feel like whatever medical thing that she had going on, psychological, this uh, this chemical imbalance, I, I feel like it's her way of saying like, it took me here, but I didn't want to do it. I feel like whatever me medical condition she had caused her passing and caused her to be found dead, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was it in a really, really cold area by any chance? Yeah. Yes, it was during January, like during a snowstorm, and mm -hmm. she like had googled like the day before, like how to take this amount of pills to die. Oh my god! So you guys were but, picking up on that too. Yeah. Maybe she was just out of her sorts, and then yeah. but maybe then slipped. when they found her, they said they didn't like, find any pills. In system. Yeah, the, I, yeah, because I don't, I don't get anything toxicology with her as this being an issue. But I think it's part of her way of telling you what really happened, and, and I don't think there was drugs in her system. <laughs> I think it's kind of her way validating. Of what happened mm -hmm. that very moment and i think it's her way of expressing her love to you and making sure that you're okay as well she's also bringing up for me and this is going to sound um not in a morbid way i don't sorry i don't know if you said that she that you know how long she's been 
passed found. over. Well, not right. so much passed over, found, like meaning left for dead. Um, and I don't want to use those words because it sounds very morbid, but what she, I don't get her body being decomposed, though. So was she found pretty early in the investigation? Yeah, like a day after. Okay. Yeah, because I don't feel like I'm, I'm decomposed. I feel like I'm here, but I feel like I have rescue with me. So I do feel like she was out of the body, obviously, at that time because of what happened. But I think her spirit was there when they found them. Do you know if one of the lieutenants or one of the sergeants are actually like an L name? Like like Larry or like Leroy or like, I don't know. There's like an L name connected here that I need to bring up here towards a search and rescue or towards the law enforcement. And I think it's her way of thanking this individual. So if it's her family or two, um, part of like the search team, I feel like it's her way of giving love and gratitude to that person. Okay. Okay, sorry, she was so funny. Ashley, I hope that was helpful. What? Is that you? <laughs> is that you buzzing? Yeah, my phone keeps vibrating. Is that my vibrator? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. All right, we're going to cut about 30% of this reading out, just so you know. Okay, Ashley, I hope, I hope that that brought some closure for you, and we really appreciate you calling in, and we'll be in touch, okay? Okay. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good night. Okay. So AJ Barrera can be found at ajbarrera.com, but that's Barrera. It's yeah. Barrera. 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 For, yeah. it, for the honky tonk folk. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't speak Spanish, so he'd yeah. be like, what? Or Barrera. Barrera, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you oh know, he, he has Periscope at uh, Periscope TV slash AJ Barrera. You can find him all the time. He, he, pops up on my periscope quite frequently with his lovely, lovely wife, Jennifer Musil Barrera. Um, he has a Facebook, Psychic Medium, AJ Barrera, and also AJ, uh, Twitter, AJ Barrera. Yeah, and we're always on Twitter, and, you and I. So. And I, you know, I've known you for a while now, and you seem to get better and better. Oh, thank you. I love it. Or oh, you just had like, a couple more chances to give some like longer readings, too, which I think is good, too. Right, and yeah. I And I know that you can find his wife if you just go to his website. Right. She's with him all the time. <laughs> Everywhere. She, she was my special producer tonight. Yes. And she brought in of, yes. our spiritual medium science professor, Ellen Marin. Awesome. Who will be teaching a class tomorrow for her, her students, and then... And then Psychic by night, right? Hey, here you go. I love it. That's awesome. That's I, how we met. Right. What's cool is if your kid, if your, if your students are lying to you, you know, you can just say, "Hey, right. can't fool me." I mean, they used to say, "How do you hear everything?" Right. <laughs> well, first of all, because you're at the front, of, you're at the front of the class, so that helps, you know, right? Right. But oh, that's yeah, awesome. already, He's like, "Let me guess. How was your burrito this afternoon?" Right. Like, that's not fair. You know, to ate for lunch. Oh my god. So oh, that's not good. <laughs> there's no way I can oh, hide anything. Anyways, Ellen is at ellenmarin.com and we've heard about her show Beyond Normal with Ellen Marin. Correct. That, that sounds fabulous. I'm going to check that out and also find her on Twitter at Ellen Marin, at Facebook, Ellen Marin. And um, then we also want to also once more thank the author F.J. Lennon for calling in and and legitimizing this entire thing. <laughs> right, yes. With his... Um, with his expertise on the, on the right. situation and my heart goes out to the souls who have, have lost their lives on suicide bridge and especially those whom were left behind. Um, we, we hope that, um, you know, if your friend or somebody that you love is suffering from depression or has medical problems that you seek them professional help. Absolutely. And we can be found on calling out with susanpinsky.com 
And I am at First Lady of Love on Twitter and Susan Saylor Pinsky on Facebook. Or calling out with Susan Pinsky. You can <laughs> just Google me and find, find it her. all. And also thanks again for drdrew.com. Thanks for listening to Calling Out with Susan Pinsky. Calling Out is a Playroom Pod production. Download new episodes every week at callingoutwithsusanpinsky.com or iTunes. All music for the show is provided by Rayvon Owen. Thanks for listening. Call out.